In Fairneck, we used to think the plagues of Egypt were a thing of the past. We're not so sure about that anymore. As a celebrated local journalist, I consider it my sworn responsibility to question every story I hear. I've always done this, even as a kid. I could never get over why Jack and Jill were just walking around with a pail. Isn't there a better way to transport water? And why were they so bad at walking? Were they injured? How did that story really start? I started our story three days before Passover and went back in time to fill you in on some key details. Today, we're going to travel back even further in time. Because to understand the way things are now, you kinda need to understand the way they were. But we'll get there. Right now, it's Wednesday morning in Fairneck, four days before someone would fill this very restaurant with frogs. Joey's busy packing food to bring over to Ramban where he's scheduled to cater a seventh grade demonstration against dissecting frogs in class. Why? What happens at your school protests? Is it too cute if I have the fries spell out frogs? Mm, does that really carry a message of protest? Huh, okay. What about kids go hardcore? They'll love it. Yes! Wait, how do you... Maybe if I turn the pan this way. 20 minutes later, after a failed attempt to spell anything with appetizers, Joey drives to the school, apps and desserts in tow. It's DJ Scooch coming at you on C-103. It's time to reveal the sip of the day. That's when we play someone sipping a drink and you guess what it is. Carol from Hoboken guessed iced tea before the break. Carol, you idiot, it was a blue slushy. Hashtag Carol sucks. Why do you listen to this? I always listen growing up. It's just comforting at this point. If you're in the NY Cité or the Dirty Jers this week, watch out for a hailstorm. That's right, you heard me. A hailstorm? What is this, Africa? Maybe Get out of here, turn hail. it off now? Yeah. If you listen really carefully, you can probably hear Joey's heart beating out of its little heart cavity right now. Joey always gets nervous when he's about to see Shoshana. What? No, I don't. Uh, yeah, you do. He's like all flustered and sweaty Eddie about it. You might recall that he and Shoshana used to date, like, um, 30 or 40 years ago? I'm not that old. And I'm over it. You're so not over it. We're just friends, and she's married. When you live in a town as small as Fairneck, gossip never expires. Everyone knows about Joey and Shoshana dating in high school the same way we all know that 16 years ago, Mr. Goldberg met the guy who played George Costanza's dad on Seinfeld in the kosher supermarket on Telby Lane. They talked about soup for 20 minutes. Why would I have a crush on a married woman? I'm not an idiot. What everyone doesn't know is how in love Joey and Shoshana really were. Lucky for you, my friend Ashley Cooper was reaching for a book in the Jewish history section of the library last week when a stack of letters dropped from the roof of the Mesopotamia shelf onto the floor. The letters were unmistakably written by Maura, Shoshana, and Joey back when Ramban went all the way to the 12th grade instead of 8th grade. I guess there wasn't much else to do before they had electricity. Ashley gave me the letters because she knew I'd make journalism history with them. I'm not an idiot. Right? Ugh, he's so annoying sometimes. 
this seems like as good a moment as any to time travel. This is Rambang, 11 years, 10 months, and three days ago. I told you we'd go way back in time today. That sound you hear is 17-year-old Shoshana Hershenbaum sitting in the archive stacks writing a letter to her boyfriend. Joseph. <laughs> I'm calling you by your full name because I don't want to be like everyone else. Maybe you're more of a Joe. We'll work on it. You're probably in class right now writing me a poem instead of paying attention. I love your poems. I usually hate poetry, but when it's about me, anything's exciting. Boo! <laughs> you scared me, you dork. You writing me a letter? Yes, but you can't read it. I'm sealing it and putting it in the place for you to find later. Coming to band practice after school? I don't know. It's kind of boring. It'll be fun. I'm not even in the band. Yeah, but when you're there, I get to show off for you with my mad guitar skills. <laughs> oh my god, you can't do that here. We have to pretend to be Shomer Nagia. Sorry, I'll never kiss you again. No, I just mean not in school. I gotta go to physics. Mr. Goldberg will kill me if I'm late again. I'll check the place for my letter. Better write me back. Joey did write Shoshana back. They wrote each other back and forth all year and always left the letters in the same place. But I'm gonna put a pin in that detail for now. This is the same school almost 12 years later. We're back to Wednesday, the day of the 7th grade protest against frog dissection. A lot's changed in this school over the last decade. Like it only goes to 8th grade. I guess they were sick of high school hormones. And Shoshana moved back to Fairneck and teaches here now. She's pretty tired today. She got up at 5 in the morning to test out something called a geese repeller with her boss. What did everyone think about the reading on Choshech? What did it actually look like during the darkness plague? More Shoshana. Yes, Kobe, go ahead. Can we have class outside? I meant go ahead with your answer about darkness. Oh, right. It was really dark. Do you ever know what we're talking about? Uh, yes, Leah. Rashi says that the darkness over Egypt was darker than the regular dark of night, while Rafsaja Gaon and Maimonides say that there's no such thing as darkness, just an absence of light. Our essay question also ponders the use of darkness as a metaphor for the unseen slave identity. Wow. Kobe. I'm impressed. Can we have class outside? Good morning, Ramban. Michal Rabinowitz here with your daily morning announcements, sponsored by the track team. Here's today's top story. The case of Terry Hatcher, Mr. Goldberg's brutally murdered tabby cat, remains wide open. In other news, the Frogs No More protest starts today at 1225 in the cafeteria. The entire 7th grade class will be protesting the disgusting dissection of disgusting frogs for biology on the grounds that it's disgusting. There will be special vegetarian catering from the place. Michal, get to class! Stop making these announcements during first period and stop saying the sponsored. No one is paying for this. Sure thing, Beth. I just figured that since first period is gym, it doesn't really count. Don't call me Beth. And get to class. Right away. Lastly, I found a copy of tomorrow's algebra test in the girls' locker room with all the answers on it. So if you're planning on cheating, please note that most of these answers are wrong. As I finish my announcements, Joey walks into Ramban. He hasn't been back since he was a student. Hi. 
I'm Joey Kirshner. I'm here to cater the event. Sign in here. Mind if I set these trays down? Okay, thanks. I used to go here. Our security guard was Frank, you know him? Do you think all security guards know each other? I guess I did up until now. So, do you- Cafeteria is down the hall and to the left. Right. Sorry. I mean, thanks. Yep. Gosh, long time since I was last here. Hey, dork. Sorry? Someone there? Someone isn't there. This is a memory. Memories come on strong like this when grown-ups feel nostalgic. And you bet your hamstrings Joey is nostalgic walking down these halls again. You guys were awesome last night. The guys were okay. I was on fire. <laughs> all right, Ego, you were fine. It's all you, anyway. I pretty much suck when you don't come to open mics. When do I not come to your open mics? You totally ditched me last month. I needed my wisdom teeth taken out. I looked like a slurpy, sipping chipmunk. Can you stop flirting with me so hard? This is Yeshiva. Meet you by the place later? For sure. What did you say? I didn't say anything. This is the present, four days before someone in our story will die. You haven't forgotten about that, have you? Joey's memory was interrupted by several blindfolded students. Ow. Are you guys okay? Okay, new rule. The person who bumps into the fewest lockers wins the game. What do we win? Five dollars. Ten. Three. Deal. Hey, Ilana. Oh, sorry. Hey, Mora Ilana. Joseph, hi. Hello, sir. You have arrived with trays. Thank you for coming. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, you're so strong. Sorry? I mean, those trays must be heavy. They're fine. Ow. What's up with your kids? I don't have kids. Yet. Someday. Maybe. No, no, I, I mean your- Kids! Oh, the students. Right. They're blindfolded. I see that. Everyone has to include the plagues in their lesson plan this week. Today, it's darkness. Ow! Ow! The lights keep going out in the building, but Ow! I thought blindfolds would be more fun. I see what you mean. Meanwhile, up the hall, Shoshana's finishing up some paperwork in her classroom during a free period. She's about to get a visit from a very important person. Is this the gym? Not her. Leah, why are you blindfolded? The hallways are Egypt and the gym is the Red Sea. This is the gym. Not the gym. Keep walking. Hi, Mora Shoshana. That's me again. I paid Mora Shoshana a visit to discuss an urgent journalistic matter. Oh, I'm Michal. Sorry, I thought you were... Why aren't you in class? There are more pressing matters at hand. Oh, more cat murders. I found an old stack of love letters between you and a certain Mr. Kirshner from your high school days. Oh my god, what? How? They were in the library. What? They, could, they couldn't possibly still be in there. Oh yeah, the school hasn't cleaned the library in decades. Ooh, look, Michal, this is embarrassing for me. I'm gonna need you to give those back. You know what? We should also probably not talk for a few days. I can't. They're perfect for my interview. Where did you get a tape recorder? It's for our interview. This is not an interview. In your letter dated June 20th, you wrote that you were so stoked for Joey to drive you to the airport. Was that for your gap year in Israel? Yeah. So were you sad to say goodbye to your, and I quote, Wittle baby wuff bug? I, I don't know. All I remember about that day is being in the terminal and getting hit in the head with a muffin. Oh, that's an interesting twist. What flavor muffin? Well, 
This has been Enough Inappropriate Girl Chat. Get to class. We did some great work today. Let's pick it up tomorrow? Same time? No. Great. I'll see you tomorrow. No. Michal? I said no. I need to steal that tape. Alana, I think I just ended my career and gave a 12-year-old license to blackmail me. Oh, hi, Joey. Hey, Shosh. What's that about blackmail? I didn't say anything. Oh, okay then. Well, see you two later. Oh my god, your heart is so beating out of your chest right now. I'm fine. What? Nothing, sorry. You so have a crush. So, why did you come today instead of sending your staff? Well, I, I wanted to see... The kids. Right. The kids. A couple hours later, the student protest was in full swing. Phones away, everyone. Also, don't yell or do rhyming chants, and I don't want to hear anyone's poetry. You want to write a poem about a frog? Do it on your own time. Okay, you have 45 minutes. Settle down, everyone. Get off your Facebooks and your Twitters. You're still in school. I was getting ready to go live on my Insta story to report on the event. And across the room, Shoshana and Ilana were hanging out on a cafeteria table. Mm. Oh my god, I forgot how good these egg rolls are. <laughs> You're eating more of those? You had like 40 last night. Mm. They're so good. Oh, are you following on Instagram? Following who, Michal? She's 25 feet away. You can just follow her in real life. Mm, it's more fun to watch on my phone. Hello, world. Michal Rabinowitz here reporting live from the Ramban Cafeteria, where we just heard from Vice Principal Krakowski. And here she comes now. Mrs. Krakowski, any reaction to the event so far? Phone away, Rabinowitz. I'm live on my story. Say hi to my 7,000 followers. What does that mean? Is that drug lingo? Nope. Hey, Michal. Cool event here. That kid in the frog onesie really dressed for the occasion. Hi, Joey. Have you listened to my proof of concept yet? Yes, and while a podcast about the goings-on of Fairneck is targeted to my customer base, I just don't know that it's the best dinner soundtrack. I'm not naive. It would only play during the lunch rush. Trust me, you did a great job. In fact, after listening to all three hours, you've pretty much become the voice in my head. But I'm afraid we're going to have to pass. Fine. I'll get the lion's den to play it. Oh. Okay. Well, you know, talk to Ben and just let me know what he says. Um, okay. Yeah, just let me know. Or you know what? I'll think about it. Let me think about it again. Whatever. So weird to be back here. Oh, hi. (laughs) Snuck up on me there. May I sit? Sure. Alana was sitting there, but I think she went to ask the kid with the onesie where he bought it. Can't help but notice you're enjoying my food again. Uh, I'm not. I just skipped breakfast. Right. So, how's Ben? He's good. He's in the process of opening up a second Lion's Den location in Maryland. Huh. Two locations. I just have the one. I guess I'm just really secure with myself, you know? (laughs) You're such a dork. Does that mean you're moving to Maryland? Oh, no. I mean, it's early. We haven't even opened yet. I don't know. Maybe in the future? Finally getting out of Fairneck for good, huh? I guess. Well, you deserve it. You never wanted to be back here. Although, Maryland. That's below the Mason-Dixon line. Dangerous territory. Right, because everyone in the South is a racist? No, 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 no. I would never say that. 
just most people. So if surrounding yourself with violent, racist, anti-Semites sounds like your thing, whatever, I won't judge. <laughs> You're a true Northeastern elitist, aren't you? No, no, please. Don't call me a hero. Shoshana, what are you doing later? You wanna hang out? Beth, we hung out at 5.30 this morning, remember? Absolutely. Listen, I need you to stay after school and show me how the Instagram works. I think the kids are selling drugs on it. Sure, Beth. Oh, great. Oh, so we'll hang out later. Perfect. Who are you? Hi, Mrs. Krakowski. I'm Joey Kirshner. We spoke on the phone. You look strong. You want to help me take all the books out of the library on Sunday? Oh, I don't know. Oh, great. How 6 a.m.? What's happening? Are they on drugs? Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. If you're just tuning in, this is Michal Rabinowitz reporting live from my school cafeteria where 7th grader Eric Schieber has just stripped off his frog onesie and is running naked through the room. Free the frogs! Free the frogs! Free the frogs! Yikes! Free the frogs. Looks like free the, frogs the frogs are free indeed. Free the frogs. Free the Everyone keep your clothes on! Mr. Goldberg, what happened? Mr. Goldberg! Ah, uh, what? Are you sleeping? Uh, no. Just thinking really hard. Mr. Goldberg, you can go back to your classroom. Okay. Great event here, Beth. After what would become the event to forever change frog dissection in Bergen County classrooms, thanks to my Instagram story, everyone went back to class. Well, except for Eric Schieber, he was suspended for two weeks for something the school principal called the dumbest issue ever. Shoshana, having another free period, decided to get some fresh air and help Joey carry the untouched leftovers so we could donate them. Thanks for carrying those. Want them in the back? Sure, that's great. Ow! While Shoshana stacks the trays in the back seat, she remembers the last time she hit her head while she was with Joey. This is Newark International Airport, nearly 12 years ago, where a young Shoshana is preparing to board her flight for her year abroad. But right now, she isn't thinking about her trip. Ow! Oh my god! Someone just threw their muffin at me! Who would do that? Oh, sweet. Babe, free muffin. What? I said, oh my god, are you okay? Oh, I need a cigarette. Totally. Oh my god, babe, are you eating the muffin? Ugh, gross. It's banana. I don't think I can go. Shosh, a year isn't that long when you're in love. I don't want to, like, hold you back when you're trying to have fun in college. You, you won't. Before we know it, you'll be at Rutgers with me, and we'll pick up right where we left off. What if you need someone better? Not possible. No one could do a platypus impression like you can. You mean this impression? Exactly. I love you. I'm gonna miss you so much. Hit your head on the car? What? Bump your head? Shoshana suddenly snaps out of her memory. We're back to the present again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm fine. Hey, Shosh? Yeah? Never mind. I mean, I forgot. Liar. He didn't forget. He just knows some things you can't say out loud. Not to your ex-girlfriend slash current crush who's married and possibly moving far away soon. Although if you could say anything, he'd have said this. Listen, Shosh. I'm not crazy. I I'm not the crazy stalker ex-boyfriend who sticks around for his high school sweetheart. I just know a good thing when I see one. And... I don't know what happened with us, or I do, but do you ever think about what would have happened? I mean, if you hadn't, uh... I'm so embarrassed for you. No offense. 
I'm going to take us back to the olden days one more time. This is Gilda's Glida, the old kosher ice cream shop in Fairneck. Ten years, nine months, and six days ago. And now 18-year-old Shoshana just returned from her year abroad, and she's catching up with her boyfriend over milkshakes. And when her ambulance pulled up, the guy was already dead, and there was a chicken bone in the corner. A chicken bone? I guess he was eating dinner before the guys who killed him showed up. Oh my god. I ate chicken last night. It could have been me. We still had to wait for the doctor to pronounce him, so the other EMT and I did CPR with an ambu bag for 20 minutes. I can't believe my girlfriend was an EMT in Israel. So hot. Yeah, college sounds so boring after that. You'll love college. Me and the guys will teach you how to play Edward 80 hands. Isn't it 40? Not the way we play it. That all you guys do? Sometimes we play 90 hands, but it's not as fun. Do you ever want more? More hands? No, that's cheating. 90's the max. No, oh my god, like, more than this. Here? I want to get out of New Jersey, go somewhere exciting like Philly or Connecticut. I want to be an activist. You can activate here. I want to travel. I can go to Botswana and help them solve genocide. Is that a problem there? Okay. Okay, guess what song I'm playing with these spoons? We want really different things out of life, don't we? I think I need to be with someone else. Can you guess? It's the Saved by the Bell theme song. You hear it? So, now you're caught up. Two high school sweethearts torn apart by time and adulthood. We're in the present again. It's still Wednesday. Joey and Shoshana both have places to be, but they're lingering in the parking lot like teenagers ditching class. Hey, do you remember the day you took me to the airport after high school? Of course. I was trying to remember what flavor muffin hit me in the head. You were hit in the head? Yeah, and you didn't do anything, you jerk. I don't remember that. I was an idiot back then. I don't know why you ever gave me the time of day. You weren't so bad. Apparently, I couldn't save my girlfriend from a muffin. And I was in a ska band. Oh, I love that band. But I think I like you more now. All adult with a grown-up haircut and everything. I never thought you'd be here teaching at the school. Me neither. You're a great teacher. I I just mean, I always thought you'd be off saving the world somewhere. I don't know. I tried the whole activist abroad thing. It was a lot harder than I thought it would be. I somehow just wound up back here. Sometimes you just fall into a life... Yeah. This is boring. Hey, do that embarrassing speech. No. What? Nothing. Sometimes I hear this... Nothing. I should go back. Yeah. Okay. See you soon, maybe. I've never been in love because gross, but everything I need to know about it is right on Joey's face as he watches Shoshana leave. Seems like a terrible affliction. I'm fine. Do you guys hear something? It sounds like breathing. Is somebody watching them? Oh, people are so intrusive. DJ Scooch coming at you. We just heard from Fran, whose boyfriend is cheating on her with not one, but three other chicks. With a name like Fran, what did you expect, sweetie? And now an update on that hailstorm. It hit Central Dirty Jurors this afternoon. Sounds like the jurors finally got what it deserves. What's that? 
Okay, I'm being told by my producer that 60 people were injured, so... SUCKS! Hashtag rough stuff! It's important to know where a story really begins. Like if I were telling the story of Eric Schieber and his dedication to local frogs and wildlife, I'd start with the story about his trip to the Natural History Museum in the first grade, and how he ran naked through the Hall of Biodiversity. Ramban hasn't been allowed back since. It's especially important to know how everything connects in our story. Because if anything had gone according to plan, everyone would still be alive at the end of all this. But life isn't always that simple. Place Called Fairneck was created, written, and produced by Eva Billick. Story developed with Kyle Andrews. Audio engineering by Sean George. Editing and sound mixing by Rama Valori. Our consulting producer is Kyle Andrews. Voice acting by Eva Billick, Miles Bryant, Emily Churchill, Sean George, Haley Graves, David Martin, and David Schwartzbaum. Original music composed by James Edwards. Illustration by Colin Dahlgren. A very special thank you to Heckler Films and Britt Rentschler. Subscribe to A Place Called Fairneck on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to rate and leave a review. Follow along on Twitter and Instagram at Fairneck Podcast. To learn about how you can support this show, visit patreon.com slash Fairneck Podcast or reach out to us on social media or through our website, fairneckpodcast.com. 